Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying try and told, try and told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Pressure is a privilege. Ladies and gentlemen, pressure is a privilege. If, if you're under some pressure, understand that the way that we're going to digest this pressure is going to make all the difference for you because usually where you want to be is going to put you in a place of of pressure that sometimes people don't think about. When, when they think about starting a family, building a family, they see a picture of themselves and their wife or husband and kids and grandkids, but what they don't see is the pressure. What they don't see is the stress. What they don't see is the sleepless nights. What they don't see is the raising of the kids, the, the difficulty of it all in the beauty of it all, that it's all worth it, but we don't understand the stresses sometimes when you look at the postcard of, of, of the family or you look at, at where you want your business to grow to, or you look at where you want your, your, your sport to go to, whatever it is, but with that, with that privilege of greatness, when you're going to that level, when you go to that level, a lot more pressure on the line. You know, I just saw, I uh, think a guy lost his belt in the UFC for weighing in. Check this out, Logs. He weighed in a half a pound too heavy, they said his scale in his in his room that he was using to, to, to check in, his weight was a little bit off, and so he weighed in about a half a pound too heavy, and they took his belt from him. So that's the whole thing of, of it can take you all this work to climb to the top, but just a moment to fall off. And that's the level of pressure that you have to play with at that level of half a pound can cost me it all. I mean, a turkey sandwich. I lose the belt, dog. Can't have that right now. Half a sandwich right there. I lost the whole belt. All these people trying to bust me in the head, choke me out, bust my legs up. Half a pound. They taking the belt from me. But that that dude, just to play at that level, had to go through so much pressure, had to go through so many things. And so I just want to encourage some of you on your way that that what I try to explain through my journey, and I'm around a lot of people that are have accomplished more or have been in the limelight more for sure. And a lot of athletes that are friends of mine and mentors of mine, professional athletes, professional coaches. And and you know, I look at at the pressure that they must have been under to play or coach or, or whatever. And I always tell them about my stuff and I'm like on a smaller scale, you know, on a, on a smaller scale, the rest of the story or the rest of the sentence. But in my experience, in my journey, which is nowhere near a, a lot of where, where these men and women have, have been in their life under the microscope um, what I can tell you from my perspective is I felt more pressure in my second year in business than I feel in my 17th year, but I have more stresses and pressures in my 17th year than I had in my second year. So I, I had somebody yesterday ask me, you know, I have... You know, every few, I'm not going to tell you how many years it happens, but, you know, always got somebody trying to 
take my money from me and sue us for no reason or sue, you know, just the, you, anybody that's made it out there, you know what I'm talking about. Just trying to gain a couple dollars on, on for no reason, ain't got no grounds to sue you, but let me squeeze play the person for, you know, whatever. And, and so I, I, I got a situation coming up right now and uh, I was telling a friend of mine about it. And, and uh, so he's like, man, let me ask you if your day on a scale of one to 10, if, if, if your day's at a nine, you're having a good day at a nine and you hear that somebody's trying to sue you now, where does that, does that go from a nine, you know, to, if you're having a good day at nine, does that go to a two to a one? Does it go to a five? Does it go to an eight? I said about an eight and a half. I remember the first time somebody tried to sue me and I knew it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't fair. I knew I didn't deserve this. I could tell you my day was probably went from a nine to a one. I mean, how do you, how many of you guys know that if you get a letter, somebody, if you get notice that somebody's going to sue you, probably not the best day. You know what I'm saying? If 10 is like your anniversary, you, you stayed in the suite with, with your wife or your girlfriend or your husband or your boyfriend and you had great dinner and, and an amazing day, if that's a 10, finding out that you're in the process of being sued is probably not up there in the 8, 9, 10 range, right? This is not death. It's not cancer. It's not a zero or a one, but it definitely ain't an eight, nine, or a ten. It's a, but I, t I told him, I said, man, to be real with you, if I was at a nine, I'm at an eight and a half. I'd be lying if I said it didn't didn't bother me a little bit, a little jab, but don't cause me to break stride at all. It doesn't cause me to have a bad day at all. And, and the reason why, and I think the reason is important for people to grasp because it doesn't bother me. And I think that can be dangerous if the reason is wrong. So if I think if it, it doesn't bother me because in the past this has happened and nobody's done, you know, it hasn't really worked and, and it hasn't affected. And, and it's all about me, 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 me. And I'm good. I'm strong. I'm big. I got good attorneys. I think that's a dangerous place to be, but I don't think I don't have that pressure or feeling or worry anymore. It's not because of that. It's more about my relationship with the Lord. I feel like I'm not a perfect person. I fall short. I got flaws. I'm a human being. Um, but for the most part, I, I feel like I'm doing what God would want me to do with the people and the things that he's allowed me to be a steward of. Uh, I feel like what comes around goes around. I feel like I, I'm trying my best to give good to the world. And I, I believe that God is on my side. And I've tried to partner with God in my business and in the things that I do, always keeping an eye on that as an imperfect person, but just always keeping an eye on trying to treat people with the love that that I believe the Lord would want me to love somebody with. And uh, I, that gives me a sense of confidence that's hard to explain that I truly believe what's tatted on my arm that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and that every tongue that rises against us in judgment will be condemned. This is the promise to the servants of the Lord. And, and because if you're trying to be a servant of the Lord, it doesn't mean that weapons won't form. It just means that weapons won't prosper. And that's just an example. And so, you know, I feel like if you can't take the pressure where you're currently at, what makes you feel that you can handle the pressure at the next level? 
so people go to the next level. You know, I've had people tell me, oh, man, I was just having a crazy day. I was having a rough day. I didn't mean to say that to you. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't and I'm like, so what you're telling me is that you can't handle the current level that you're on right now. What makes you think if that is making you act that way, you're asking to do quadruple this amount in business. What makes you feel like you're going to be ready for that level if you can't be trusted with the little? Because if you can't be trusted with the little, how can you be trusted with a lot? But the encouraging side of this is I'll tell you that to me, the best analogy for you to understand is like lifting weights or doing push-ups or running long distance, whatever it is. If you're out of shape and you try to run two miles, it may be slow and it may be difficult. If you're a marathon runner or you train for a marathon and you run a, you know, 5K or 10K, whatever the race is, I'm not a big runner, uh, but let's say it's 10 miles and you train for that. Well, it's not that it got any easier. Like the miles didn't change. The run didn't change. What changed is you got in better shape. So it got easier. And so what happens over, over the time of building something and handling things and going to the next level is it's not necessarily that the problems get any easier. As a matter of fact, the problems get bigger. The opponents get better. The team, the person, the fighter, whoever you're up against, the numbers get bigger. Every year in our business, we're expected to grow. No excuses. Can't be stagnant. You know, you could go 14-1 and one in NFL, or, or now 15-1 and one in the NFL, and you're great. 16-0, and 0, you're great. 13-3, and three, you're great. But in our business, if we go 13 and three this year and we go 13 and three next year, that's no bueno. You have to grow. Every year you're expected to grow. That's a lot of pressure. And, and, and every level of performance and production comes with more problems, more money, more problems. And so how do you handle all the pressure is by getting stronger. And so I want to encourage you right now, you may be feeling, oh my God, how could I handle the pressures of the level that I want to play on and five levels up, I can't even handle the pressure that I got right now. I got anxiety. It's by, it won't always be that difficult to do two push-ups. If you keep training, you're going to be able to do two push-ups easily. It's not always, I remember when I first started lifting weights in high school, it was a big deal. I was so weak, just start, it was a big deal to just put the two big plates on each side, the 45 pounds, uh, pound plates, 135 pounds was difficult. It was a big deal to just get that up. Now that's nothing. That's not even a warm up. It's not even a, that can't even be counted as, as warm up. Then I remember, oh man, 225 was a big deal. Then that, that's not even the warm up. But did the weight change? The weight didn't get any lighter. Still 45 pounds. It's still 225 pounds. Well, what happens? The difference is you got stronger. How did you get stronger? You kept going through it. You kept putting your body through it. You kept pushing yourself when you felt like you couldn't get one more rep. And you have other people that have built their body up coaching you. Yes, you can get one more rep. Let me help you get this one more rep. Let me encourage you to get this one more rep. Somebody that's already bigger, stronger, and has gone through what you're going through. And so you have to understand that your mind's your mindset and your perspective 
is going to be key. And so it'll help you if you have four things. Gratitude, patience, trust, and belief. Gratitude, patience, trust, and belief. And so gratitude, being grateful for what you have, not always focused on what you don't have. You could be so frustrated giving yourself all this worry and, 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 and because I don't have this yet. I don't have this yet. If you're always in pursuit of growth, you're never going to be where you want to be. So how do you still have ambition but not overly extend yourself to where you're not happy? It's a balance of ambition and gratitude. So you got to have gratitude. Don't have all that damn ambition and forget to have the gratitude. How far did you come? You don't have what you want right now, but how far have you come? Has it been worse for you? Did you forget how bad it was? Because a lot of times in our darkest moments, if you look at it, you were praying at one moment for the life that you have right now. Oftentimes. So your standards raise, and that's nothing wrong with that. But you forget about that moment, so you stop being grateful that what you once hoped, dreamed, prayed for is already here. Now, you're not that impressed. Now, it's no big deal anymore. You're not as happy as when it happened the first time in your marriage. So you take that person for granted and you're not grateful for them anymore. So being grateful for what you have, not just what you don't have. Be grateful that you have the life that you have. Be grateful for the opportunities, even the hard ones. I'm thankful for that because even those moments help you to grow. Patience. Patience. I, this is still something I'm not great at, but I'm not getting a failing grade at it. I'm above average at it, and I was an F. Anybody that knows me knows on a, on A to F patience, I'm grading out an F. High school, college, grade school, through my first couple years of business, F for patience. My friend Fred Hedaya with his Boston accent used to say, if I wanted patience, I would have been a doctor to get patience. Don't, don't, don't force things and try to control only the things that you can control. That's a big one. So much anxiety happens in us by trying to control things that we can't control. I can't control what that person wrote about me on social media or glass door or this one want to sue me or this one said I'm short or this one did that or this one did that. I feel bad for those people. But I can't control those things. Anything, I can't control the weather. I can't control we got stuck in traffic. I can't get, what, what can you not control that you're trying to control? And I am a former control freak. So it's hard for me to not, a control freak, it's hard to not control things. But you got to learn what you can and cannot control and have patience. Sometimes, Patience is so important because it's a timing thing. And so you just have to do the best that you could possibly do day in, day out, week in, week out. 
because you got to have patience because you might be doing the right thing. It might not be the right time. And so you have to be able to have to, to forego. I'm going to delay instant gratification for long-term success because I could always do something now that's easier or better would make me happier, but I'm going to forego that. I'm going to give that up with patience for long-term success. Just like having discipline with money. I, I want to spend all the money. I don't want to save it. I want to spend it all. But it takes patience to put some money aside, watch it grow, wait five years. If you're lucky, five years for it to double, seven years for eight years for it to double. You mean you want me to send a kid to high school as a freshman? Have him graduate high school, graduate college for my money to double. At 8 to 10%. Patience. You, you got to have patience at times. When's the last time that you look for, for places in your life that you need to grow in? An admitted fault. Like when's the last time you're like, you know what? I was wrong there. I'm wrong or said I apologize. That's in line with identifying where do you need adjusted? Where, where is, do I need to look at my patients? Do I need to look at what areas? Next one is trust. Trusting in the process. We got to trust in the process that if, if, if you control what you can with the right attitude long enough, it'll happen. For me, trusting in the Lord is what makes the biggest difference to me. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trusting in the Lord. To me, don't have to be to you. But you have to have trust in something or someone or in the process to understand. I trust the process enough that I know what I'm going through currently right now is tough is hard, it's rough, I really don't want to do it, but I trust in the process to be able to handle what I need to handle to get to where I need to go. That also is, it, it, it helps you handle the things that you need to handle at the highest levels by just having trust in the process. That even the bad things that happen are good things for you. How many things can you look at? Look at the last, like, look at really bad things that have happened to you, three to five things you could pull some good out of those three to five things that made you better made you a better person made you better in some way shape or form next thing is your belief belief in your vision belief that what's not gonna kill you is only gonna make you stronger belief that your vision will become a reality even if other people don't believe it around you. Belief in the process. Belief in what comes around goes around. So even though they don't deserve it, even though I don't feel like it, I'm still going to put on, I'm going to put good out there. And I'm going to start digesting the fact that pressure is a privilege. I encourage myself that pressure is a privilege because I know that I'm going to get stronger as I go and as I grow and that it's all about my perspective. I, I see people 
that don't want to go to the next level or they're afraid to go to the next level because they're afraid of the pressure that comes with it. Thinking that they're always going to be this weak. I don't want to bench 315. That's scary. I could barely put up 135. No shit. That's why you work out. One day you're going to be able to do 315. One day you're going to grow into it. Sometimes the person that you need to become, you can't wait where you're at and become that person. You have to become that person and then grow into it. You know, it's the whole thing. But, you know, a long time ago, I gave my, my, I saw my goddaughter in a big pair of pajamas. And the pajamas didn't fit her. They were huge. I said, Adriana, those, those pajamas are too big on you. She said, no, they're not Uncle Simon. I just didn't grow into them yet. Think about that. That dream isn't too big for you. You just didn't grow into it yet. But you might need to get in the pajamas and grow into it first. Get in there. Action. Take action. But understand that pressure is a privilege and you got to embrace every moment. I'm grateful it's fourth quarter and my team's down two touchdowns because it's going to prepare me to do this in high school. I'm going to have to do it in college. If I lose, I'm going to have to learn how to deal with that and how can I get better. But it's all part of the process. It's all a, it's all a privilege to have this pressure. Everybody wants to sign the $50 million contract. Like who, You look at the players that are signing $20 million a year contract, $50 million a year contract. Head coaches, $6 million contracts. Do you know how much pressure comes with being the head coach of an NFL football team? Lose three games in a row, they're sending you death threats. You know how much pressure it, 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 it comes with being the head coach at Alabama or Ohio State? Lose three games in a row, they'll send you death threats. But everybody wishes they had that. Everybody wishes that they were this player, the star player. Are you sure? You wish you were able to take a private jet. I wish I could make a million dollars. I wish I could. It must be nice. Must be nice. No, no, no. It ain't nice. It seems nice to you. But it ain't nice to get. It's hard to, to, to do. It's hard to handle. But it's a privilege because you only get paid that amount of money by handling a bunch of pressure. Usually. And so the next time you're under a lot of pressure, I want you to take a couple deep breaths. Celebrate no matter what it is. And understand and remember that pressure is a privilege and that's how you're going to grow. Thank you guys for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Yeah.